it's your girl Tanika with the Tanika B brand. Tonight we have such a special treat for you guys. Thank you guys first of all for tuning in. First, um, before I get started, I want to have you go over to my Instagram right now and make sure you're following me. Click on that link tree while you are there to see what else I have going on. I do have a webinar coming up um, September the 17th at 1 p.m. Make sure you sign up for that. It's geared toward um, people who are contemplating divorce, going through divorce, or um, life after divorce. But the information is going to be given can be used by anyone so that's life insurance um healing from within all kind of things fixing your credit so if you just want to come and send in make sure you go ahead and click that link so you can get um the early bird so you guys today we're going to talk about elevating the black woman yeah you heard it the black woman and i have a special guest with us today her name is Ms. Aaliyah Hendricks and i'm going to go ahead and have her come on right now Hey, gorgeous. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I am amazing. First of all, thank you for being on the show tonight. I know we had a couple of hiccups, but the devil is a lie, and we're going to get it together. <laughs> thank you for having me on the show. Oh, you are welcome. We're on the right side, and the devil's trying it. But look, we're here. <laughs> That's right. We are here. So go ahead and let the audience know who is Miss Aaliyah Hendricks. So I'm the founder of State Golden. Oh, which way? State Golden Company. <laughs> and I'm the founder of State Golden Women's Retreat Empowerment Group. Um, I'm currently a um, bestseller on Amazon, published author. The five steps to be successful in walking in your light as a woman, as a man, as a human. Um, and now we're going, I'm having business consulting, work features and services, added life coaching, mentorships. We're just getting the ball rolling to help others evolve and walk in the best light possible. Woo, you Y'all ain't giving her some secret snaps, I am. I love that, Queen, because you have things going all around the board. Seems like, you know, you can help people in a lot of different ways. And I like that. But, and I don't know if you want people to know what your age is, you know, but for what I know, I'm proud of you because you don't see a lot of women um, at that stage in their life doing the things that you are. So my hat is off to you. I would take it off because you know how we do it. <laughs> I love, I love the hat and the look. I love it. Thank you, thank you. So, um, you and I had already discussed, you know, this topic, you know, what we wanted to talk about, and I actually thought it was a good topic because, you know, in a world right now that there's so many expectations placed on the black woman, you never really hear anyone talking about the power that we hold. You know, we're always put in a certain type of category. And I know that you deal with um, women on a daily basis, empowerment and things of that sort. How would you talk to a group of men and tell them um, there's a couple of ways that, you know, you can actually elevate the women that's in your environment right now, your immediate environment. What would you tell them? How, how could you tell them to elevate them? that woman lovable that makes that woman your protector your love anything 
and then give them those identifiers as you know words of encouragement words of affirmation and you're consciously unconsciously helping a woman see herself in a whole different light so I would say for men, just be conscious of the women around you. Be conscious of, you know, the, the opportunity that you're given to help others become the best versions of themselves. Not even women, yeah. but mostly women because that's what the topic is today. <laughs> right, right. And I got you. And that, and that is important. You know, um, sometimes we don't, men don't even have someone to even say those types of words to them, you know. And that goes back to um, uh, you and I talking on. Uh, yesterday and uh, you know we were talking about reevaluating domestic responsibility we usually operate the same way maybe our parents operated and if they were never um, told that you know hey the woman is more than just this or in this role or whatever we tend to repeat those those same type of um, cycles so I, I think about that a lot um, when I think about um elevating the black woman because I always start back like at home like like what what at actually home, that childhood and then actually knowing you know we always go to the thing our parents were taught the best they knew and then their parents taught them the best they knew but who is going to stop teaching us the best they know and actually go get the information that's correct exactly so if we talk about the household as it stands right now in our generation the woman takes the whole book of the provider, the protector, the you know, the nurturer, the care, the cook, the chef, the line, it's everything. And then we have this generation now that men are weak, men depend on women too much, and women don't know how to be soft, they're so hard. But as today's society, what option have you given each each gender? It's right. Having gone to learn the information to become softer. He hasn't, you know, or males haven't invested the time, it could be vice versa, but it's, it's a certain amount for a woman to be powerful in every aspect, it's her embracing her feminine energy and then her embracing her masculine energy and learning how to control it through environments. Mm-hmm. We just live off right now, hey, my masculine energy, that's what I've been taught. Mm-hmm. And men move off what they think the notion that's, yeah. is of masculine energy because that's what they've been taught. Men think, you know, when I'm soft, you know, they're weak. Right. So... But and, and you said something very interesting um, to me um, when you said that, you know, um, women need to, you know, operate more in their femininity, you know, and stop being so masculine. But I will say this, that's where our men need to step up as well, because that's something that I say all the time, you know, like the next guy that I'm in a, re- a real relationship with that I know that I'm going to invest in. I want him to be able to take some of that away from me because right now I am the masculine feminine energy within my household and I don't want to be that. You know, I want a man to be able to come in so that they can take that away from me. And I'm not dismissing the woman because it does start with each individual being educated and knowing, you know, like, hey, I can do things different myself. But at the end of the day, when I get in a relationship, I know that. So the guy that I have, I think you talk about your program or even my program, I think that's the beauty in it mm-hmm. because we can't jump into relationships where I want this once we've had that experience and know, okay, I won't tolerate this anymore. Mm-hmm. And then most of the time, we'll say to ourselves, we're not going to tolerate it and unconsciously give off that right back to the next person. So now we're tolerating it again. Mm-hmm. 
So I think the great thing about your program, my program, you have to sit down with someone and go over those hard questions. Those questions of, hey, when that was a trauma because he yelled, or when you can, you know, you couldn't express yourself freely. When you start identifying those emotions and learning how to control those emotions and start understanding yourself, giving yourself your, you know, congratulating yourself, you know, loving on yourself and not being so hard. Because as humans, we have a tendency to be really hard on ourselves. The reality is this is fixable. You live through it. It's a learning experience. Let's learn, empower, control, and go for it. So I think the great thing about your program, you evaluate. You make people have those uncomfortable conversations so they can one day get into a relationship again the proper way. Because like how you just said, next relationship I go for, I'm not playing it. And then everybody, once they went through something, I'm not playing it no more. But then you might end up playing again if this person hasn't figured it out. So that's why I say my program, your program, and any program helping others learn about themselves mm-hmm. is what the world needs. And that's why um, I remember when you was telling me about your services, you actually have a service where the the empowerment part for the woman, for the woman, I think that is so important in that aspect because of the fact that if we we don't know that about ourselves and our inner and we're not um, uh, catering to our inner worth, it's hard to communicate that, you know, and that's vice versa. But I know that you do a lot of women empowerment and you also will help men too, you know. So I'm just I, I say that because we're talking about the women right now as well. But I don't want to dismiss the men by no means. But I do know that you deal with women on that level, and I like that as well. And I do it too, but you actually put it out in the forefront. Women empowerment. You have to with empowerment because with women, we, especially black women, I want to say women, but especially black women, when you do encounter an emotion that you haven't learned to control, and let because you're supposed to feel don't get when everyone else when I say this they're like well we're supposed to feel our emotions true to an extent because mm-hmm. once you like once your brain processes and says hey we're sad because of this but we know how to move past this when we're sad so now we have a group of women who don't know how to move past it mm-hmm. so now in my apartment we're gonna move past it we're gonna talk That's about right. every subject as far as hey we don't trust each other I don't have a sisterhood. When I pick men, it's the same man, different body. Yeah. You know, talk about these subjects because it's a reason why. Mm-hmm. And that's why in the environment, we hit on the spirituality. We hit the mental. We hit the um, holistic health. We hit medical reasons. Mm-hmm. Black women are the number one race worldwide who die a drastic, I think, yep. 60 to 70% based on medically advanced practices. And it's been like this for years. Mm-hmm. But these conversations that we're not having or not exploring, it's hindering, elevating the black woman. It is, yeah. And um, you you touched on something else that I was going to go into, the sisterhood. You know, that's a big thing for me. I don't have sisters. Like, I was not born with sisters. I have three brothers. So I come from a naturally masculine environment. Uh, I'm a daddy's girl. I have three brothers. I do know how to be very feminine. I mean, I was married for 20 years and I thought I was doing an awesome job, but you know, that's a whole nother story we'll talk about at another time. <laughs> but, um, so it was always difficult for me to form sisterhoods when I was younger because uh, my cousins were so distant. And so, and my mom didn't 
pushed it. Yes, she had a cheerleading team, but I had to do everything with my brother. I couldn't go spend the night at other girls' house. I was like very overprotected. So when I got older, that was something I had to develop on my own. You know, and I knew that I wanted to develop it on your own. Yeah. And I mean, at that point, you had to go through every experience. You testing life and life testing you. Yep. That's the most crucial part. Because sisterhood with black women, it wants to exist. Mm -hmm. But it's no foundation for it to exist. Because we have to go test it on our own. And it's crazy when people say it takes a village. Mm-hmm. It takes a village. If if we go back to, we can go with spur with this conversation. But if we go back to our motherlands, mm-hmm. women were superior superior to warriors mm-hmm. because when they came together, they could the possibilities yes. endless. Yes, yes. So now we're not in a cultural stance anymore. We're not in an environment environment um, that we belong to, and we're probably only operating about less than ten percent. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to common sense of caring and moving out of peace, it's going to be abrasive. It's going to be defensive. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be welcoming and open and let me teach you or let you teach me. It's automatically I don't want no parts because mm-hmm. I I've been, I tested it. It mm-hmm. wasn't set up for me before. It wasn't in a foundation to be set up. Your podcast will continue after this word. Just a quick word from Tanika with the Tanika B brand. Are you ready for a reset? A reset? Yes, a reset. The Tanika B brand will be hosting a webinar September 17, 2022 that will equip those who are contemplating going through divorce, going through divorce, or struggling with life after divorce with emotional support and resource support. Yes, I have five great speakers who are trained and certified in their areas, and they will have some explosive material for you. Yes, it's going to be a wonderful time, and I'm looking forward to seeing the difference we're going to make in some people's lives after this webinar. Join us again. That is September 17th, 2022. You can register by going over to my Instagram at the Tamika B. Brangin and click the link in my bio. Takes you right to the website where you can register. And now I will let you get back to your podcast. I don't know who you are. It's a defense. Well, let me, I'm going to say this though. I, and, and I and I know that you're speaking for the majority of women. I'm going to tell you what I learned from testing it. What I learned is that I had to be more empathetic with women instead of having sympathy in certain areas. And so, uh, and I had to be more relatable. And I didn't, but like you said, I had to test those borders. It was hard for me to understand why girls did not want me around their boyfriends but I'm always around my brothers and your boyfriend is always around my brothers you know and I have like uh, an outgoing personality it was never for me thinking like I'm trying to date them or whatever but I had to understand their outlook from that but I you know it was tests and trials for me and I never got on a defensive part of it when you were having those encounters uh, when younger or females are saying, hey, I don't want you around my boyfriend, even though your brother's around, we don't want you around. 
what was that dialogue like? Like, what was that energy like? What were, what were they telling you why? It really, it was the energy. You know, you can just tell, like, the rolling of the eyes, and you can hear, like, the little small talk, you know, behind you. So I would eventually, because I am a very, uh, I attract people, and I'm just friendly. I really don't meet strangers. So I would have a conversation. I would just be like, you know, I hope you don't feel any type of way about me being around. I'm here because I have to be. My mom said I can't go nowhere else unless I go with my brothers, you know. And after we would have a conversation, you know, things would start to smooth over a little bit. But they would, it, it always so would be me soothing it over, you know, because I didn't want to draw. That's you said before, you have a light. Uh-oh. But to go to... To go back to what you said, it was the energy. Mm-hmm. That's it what was, you put the word. It had to put words. It was the energy. So when you talk about the foundation that hasn't been taught to us, mm-hmm. if we've seen what you what we said, life touches us, we touch life. We've seen our probably our mother or sister go through these friendships or these situations with others, and we're watching, we're taking it in. Mm-hmm. But no one's telling us, hey, when it's time for you to make a friend, this is how someone's supposed to treat you. That's right. How you're supposed to be, treat someone, and you know, respect. We don't, we're not taught those things. We're just saying Mm-mm, that don't work, or it's really a traumatic event. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can remember as a kid, my mom fell with somebody, it was some, it was always dramatic. Mm-hmm. It was okay, I can't go y'all separate ways. So, <laughs> as I got older, I was in my head, okay, to the point she was so dramatic with hers. When I fell out with somebody, I'm gonna tell you my piece, we're gonna move forward or we're not. And I'm like that to this day. And it can be bad blood or good good blood. But as women now, since we haven't learned those tools, hey, this works for me, we, this doesn't work for me. Everyone we come by is going to be a trust issue. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying, hey, I learned from this experience, and now what do I do So I, if I kind of encounter this experience again? Mm-hmm. Now it's like we're on the defense. Mm-hmm. And then we talk about that in apartment too. Like, it's okay to be vulnerable and actually be safe. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to always be in a survival mode survival is for survival that's right and it's and most of the time things are not what you think it is i i learned that at an early age things are not always what you think it is and i even have i say that a lot in my older age to adults like why did you automatically think this why did you automatically you know go go that extreme I think we talked about like three days ago, me and you. Um, remember with the learning you have it, and I was telling you, oh, um, mm-hmm. they tell you to learn you have it in 30 days. Okay, because when, when how you just said it, you have to tell adults, hey, why did you why did you go to the worst? Why did you go to the worst? Because their brain is automatically gonna go into fight or flight mode. Like, hey, 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 hey something's wrong. They're gonna try to kill you. <laughs> and right. only thing you're gonna know is the two defense that you know. I'm gonna fight or flight. And most people, it depends where you're from, they might want to fight. I <laughs> just want to get away from you. Right. But that's the part of when you don't know how to address the trauma. That's literally your body telling your mind telling your body, hey, something's wrong, but we don't know what's wrong. Our mind can't figure out what's wrong with us. So my, our body's gonna kick in now and we're gonna remove ourselves or we're gonna fight through this. But those should be the biggest indicators. Hey, I got something going on within me that I haven't addressed yet. And most people don't want to have that conversation because you don't even know you need that conversation. Sometimes. Right, right. You might know they need it, but it's like, how do I want to really go through the work? Mm. And then some people 
some people aren't gonna have food, but you know. So if someone came into your came, you know, got in contact with you and they wanted to say, Hey, I'm having trouble, trouble with, you know, forming relationships with other women, but I wanna be you know, in a situation to where I can embrace them so that, you know, we can empower each other. Um, what type of program would you put them on? Like, how, how would that process go for those who was listening that may have that question? For me, that would be um, an initial conversation. And I would probably have to book two, have to have the client book two, because I need to know. That's where that's to see how, how far we need to go like and so we'll do the personality test you know the assessments and kind of get a feel mm-hmm. so after that we'll probably go into a spiritual coaching mm-hmm. and that after that we'll probably it'll be on and off of a package of spiritual with mental and then life coaching mm-hmm. and when you, it's like a it's a three stage package that it all goes hand in hand and some people finish in three weeks people finish in, in a year but it's based on you and in this program, we go through everything from the childhood to the first time it was trauma. For the first time, we didn't even know it was trauma. You know, the ending result, you know, some people have stories where they end up in prison, uh, the family members, and, you know, you know, jail, hospital, death. And they'll talk about it, but not knowing, hey, this is one of the reasons why I can't form a bond. So we, we get into those uncomfortable conversations to be, get comfortable with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I always find when I work with a client, I probably say like once we get and just to like the, maybe like the first or second day into the spirituality, we're already touching on the subject while we're first not. First day, first day for me. That's the very first thing for me. I want to get them in a better mindset, you know. Mm-hmm. And I only have trouble when if it's a severe trust issue. Yeah, like, it, that's the only time I have trouble, and I I respect it because I know it's a challenge, and I I I, t- I take that as a, a motivation. Mm-hmm. So, so yes, yeah, around the first or second day, but second day they got some severe trust issues. Mm-hmm. I understand that, you know, and you know, um, I really commend what you are doing. I mean, I know we do a lot of the similar things, but to hear you talk about it, I appreciate your passion behind it um, because we need more of that because society is not forgiving. You know, they push out all these different things, but they don't provide the resources for the people. Who, who really need things like this because to be in a, to enable a person to even get to a point to where they empower other people, they need other things in place first, you know, to, because if they're not doing it or they're opposed to it or they have a defense to it, there's other things going on and we are there to provide those types of services for people. So I commend you and I thank you so yeah, much. Thank you. And so um, before um, we end our session, um, tell us what Miss Aaliyah has going on or any upcoming events that we need to be aware of. So right now, um, we're working on the Stay Golden Empowerment Retreat. We have a five-city tour coming up. Um, it's going to include Atlanta, Houston, Miami, uh, what is it, Detroit, because that's where I'm from. <laughs> uh, so, and then Chicago. So the tour is going to kick off in Detroit. You know, we're going to set the tone for the tour. And on this tour, you get to meet the ladies who who, who are actually walking in their light. Ladies, we're talking about from Kiki Black. She's a fitness yoga instructor. Um, 
we have Charlie Nikita. She's an Airbnb coach, real estate uh, expert. We have Keisha White. She's an executive uh, accountant. Um, we have um, Chef Brian. She's their girl's um, private chef. Angel Ward. She's a licensed therapist. Oh, wow. Um, we wow. have a holistic doctor. We have so many women on this platform that wow. when you come to this empowerment, there's no way you're going to leave and your life not be changed. Yeah, and also, you. we're working on a deal right now with you. <laughs> I'm just going to tell Robert Robert on the podcast. We're working on the deal right now to get you on the empowerment. And I'm um, very humbled by that, um, that you guys would even want to. So I thank you so much for that. Thank you. So, you know, when I talk to you about it and when I see it, I don't see anything but love and peace radiating from every woman's soul when she leaves. And I mean, whether you want to be an entrepreneur, whether it's some issues that's hurting you, whether it's some steps you want to take because you want the Sierra prayer because we talk about that, you know, whether you're a single mom, whether, you know, we talk about everything to make sure you're empowered, you know, no one's judged. And, and then you develop a sisterhood with these ladies. And it's not like we disappear as the women on the platform with you, Charlie. They all want to stay in contact with you. They all want to keep their hands on you so we can feel when that light is bursting through. That's gonna be that sisterhood that's gonna form. Oh, that's yeah. powerful. I love it. I love it. I love what you're doing. And again, um, make sure you tell everybody where they can find you at, give them all your social media handles, phone numbers if there's phone numbers, but let them know where they can get in contact with you. So you can follow me on Instagram at L-E-E-B-R-I-X-X, that's Lee Dricks. And on Facebook, you can do Aaliyah Hendricks. Um, I would say go to my Instagram and put the post notifications on it because we have so many things launching, you know, from the empowerment to the coaching, you know, to the retreat. Because we didn't, I didn't get the grants. I didn't tell you what the grand retreat is. No, the tour didn't. Like ends. no, no. Okay, so after the five city tour, I'm so sorry. <laughs> the five city tour, we ended in St. Thomas. Oh, woo! At a luxury resort. Oh, nice. Um, so that in the tour you get five days four nights at a luxury resort where you have all the ladies on the platform there you know kiki back black is leading it off with a 6 a.m yoga chef is cooking and you're just bonding with the women um we're doing some open therapy sessions and we're talking about it's all luxury standard you're you're gonna and that's another part of elevating black woman keeping the standard of luxury care not you know just getting our nails done our hair done but actually going to the highest extent of luxury mm-hmm. we're providing it so at the St. Thomas retreat it's definitely going to be something for the books Ooh. I'm Ooh. excited Ooh. look I'm excited <laughs> <laughs> so you guys make sure you guys go and follow her on her social media handles and um, I also will have her information on the flyer for this podcast and everything so you guys can pick it up there as well if you can't remember it Make sure you follow her and make sure you click that notification button so you get all of uh, her content when she posts. So make sure you guys do that. And before I get off, make sure you guys also look out for our partnership um, that should be coming soon. I'm excited about that. And in the meantime, I will be posting about the reset webinar. Um, so look out for that as well. So you can get your early bird tickets because I'm going to cut it off. I'm going to that webinar. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. And like I was telling everybody, you know, it does say reset life after divorce, but it's for people really who just who 
has been through the struggle, going through it, or contemplating going through divorce. But at the end of the day, all the tools that are in there are things that we just can use in everyday life. You don't even have to be going through divorce. And um, you guys, we just I have some things in store for the audience. So <laughs> So I have some things. So I look forward to you guys being a part of that and me bringing those things out to the forefront. I look forward to working with you, Miss Leah. You are a star in my book, and this is me empowering you to keep doing what you are doing. It's much needed. You're doing well. You're going to continue to do well, and I can't wait to see your name like in big life. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you are, that. You are welcome. And so with that being said, everyone, as I say before I get off, I'm just saying, make sure you guys stay tuned. Stay tuned. Thank you, Miss Leah.